It's like, that's totally what happened to me. I just, I completely quit growing uh, for seven years because I wasn't paying any attention to the things that, that God had me, uh, that, he, that I had right here in front of me in black and white. Because we have His Word. And so if it's collecting dust on your shelf, then you're missing the point. Because there's lots of things that He would point out to you about your life that uh, um, that it's you you read along. Because He likened it to a mirror. You know, we bought this house. And I don't know if these people were particularly ugly perhaps, but they didn't really seem to have enough mirrors in their house. Uh, nor did they have a single towel bar, uh, like a little towel ring by the sink, uh, or anything like that. I'm thinking, what? When did, did they ever wash their hands? You know. And so I, I'm still working on gathering all this stuff in my house. Uh, so, uh, but there's, you know, he likened the word of God to a mirror because when you look in it. You can see if there's something there that uh, it shouldn't be. And uh, you know, Cynthia had this cousin growing up that they always said that he strategically placed every curl on his head. So he spent a great deal of time in front of the mirror making sure that he he totally looked like like he was in a boy band. And he did. And uh, so in, in 1 Corinthians 10... We we have this. Uh, 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 he well actually he he uh, he says the same thing in two different places in Corinthians, um, and he he says it a little differently each time. Uh, but it's a really great statement, and so I'll probably read both of them to you. He says in in ten twenty three he says all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify not. Now, if you want, I'm going to go over to 6 right quick. In verse 12, he says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So, so that's an interesting thing. That, that we have this liberty that all things are lawful. You know, I, I could I could go home and uh, I could have family movie night with my family every night, and uh, and and I could do that, uh, but it wouldn't be profitable. And that's what this word expedient means. I mean, ex- expedient, you know, is an interesting word because it's what is the most efficient, fast, smooth way we can get this thing done. And so there are plenty of things you can do that are not sin, but they are certainly not expedient. And because if you have a goal in mind, then uh, you, you want to stick to the goal. Uh, you know, there's a uh, this business coach that Mike and I hired has got this whole this thing about checklists, and it's great because I'm now technically the foreman at work. And so I have this list, you know, that because eventually I'm going to train somebody that's going to have to do this, and then I won't. But uh, every morning at the beginning of the day, I have like six or seven items that I have to check off that, yes, I did it and initial it. And then I have two more at lunchtime, right before lunch. And then I have uh, like five or six more at the end of the day. And I have to do that every day. And it makes sure that I don't miss anything. 
but and it helps me stay focused on my goal. This is what I'm focusing on because, you know, I go to work and I paint stuff and I, and I get the stuff done and all the stuff on this checklist is mostly stuff that uh, is like things that you have to think about and, uh, and so uh, it's different. And, but, and so I, I lose my focus on that if I don't have something to get me focused on it. So, so the, that's part of what the Word of God does is he gives you this goal in mind. He sets all this stuff before you, and he doesn't even really tell you much about the rewards. He, uh, I was listening to this song, uh, The Best is Yet to Come, uh, The Promise of Heaven Waits. And, you know, he doesn't tell you what's there. You know, and, and uh, you know, I, I could only imagine what might be there. But, you know, I can tell you that... Um, that, he's, that he, he called the Holy Ghost the earnest of our inheritance. So if that's, if that's, the, if that's the down payment, you know, you know when, when, I, uh, when I told this guy I wanted to buy his house that he was selling, I had to put down earnest money with the title company to show them that I was in earnest, that I was serious about buying this house. And compared to the price of the house, it's a pittance. But uh, it... Uh, it still uh, is judged sufficient to prove your intent, the the uh, the seriousness of your intent. So, so then, if if what the things that God has given us today are are simply uh, an earnest of our inheritance, then you know, I mean, I could only I could only imagine, you know, what what we have waiting for us. Um, but He said. So he said, I had, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. You know, there's there's plenty of things that we could do that that don't edify. You know, and uh, and so you know, it's funny. Uh, my my kids love watching TV. That is their Jones. And we we watched a movie on Sunday last week when we came home. And uh, when you have small children, it's nice for mom and dad to get to watch a movie they haven't seen, and it's not a kid movie, preferably, but that's okay for the kids to watch, maybe with a, a bit of judicious fast-forwarding here and there. Um, and we all really had a great time watching this movie with popcorn and ice cream and watching a movie. It's like we're in our new house, and you know we don't have our furniture yet, so it feels like an adventure. It just... <laughs> It's like half-put-together living room. It feels like some sort of uh, camp out or something. And uh, uh, so we watched this movie, and it was great. We had a great time. So all week long, Jeremy's been asking me, he's like, can we watch a movie tonight? Can we watch a movie tonight? Can we watch a movie tonight? It's like, well, it's like we can't do that every night. It's not profitable. It's not expedient. It doesn't edify. And plus, I just don't have time to sit down for two or three hours every night to watch a movie. And, uh, uh, in fact, we were going to watch uh, a movie yesterday. I, he had worn me down. <laughs> and, you know, I, and it, it's, I'm tired. I thought, well, you know, why not? You know, let's, let's watch a movie. So, you know, I, uh, I bargained with them. You know, it's like, you, you know, you get this and this done, and Lord willing, after dinner, we will watch a movie. So then we go to looking through our movies, and it was just like, oh. 
I don't want to watch this or this or this. Jeremy was like, this, we can watch this, we can watch this. So we went out in the garage. We were There was this box that, that had uh, still not uh, come into the house that had some movies in it and some other stuff, and it wasn't marked. So we were like, we're just digging through all these boxes looking for this box. I, I don't know. I, moving is is a disaster. So, I mean, I was just glad that all five of us got there. So, yeah. And uh, I don't think anything got broken, so that's good. Uh, but anyway, so we find this box. We bring it in. And we're digging through them. Like, eh, eh, eh. And uh, eventually we decided it's getting too late to even start a movie now. Let's let's like play some board games. So we played some board games. We played some Twister. I'm too old to play Twister, I discovered. <laughs> too de- decrepit for such a thing. Um, it's fun nonetheless. And it was really fun watching Cynthia play Twister with the kids. So <laughs> moms are great at that kind of thing. But anyway... Um, you know, it just—it was kind of this decision of, well, it wouldn't really be expedient, it wouldn't be profitable for us to all stay up late watching something that we've all probably seen before, and that we, you know, we're going to be up late, and you know, and uh, I was going out to eat with somebody once years ago, and uh, they had a bunch of little kids, and I didn't at the time, and um, I was trying to steer them towards some place I wanted to go that was more expensive than some pla- the place that we were talking about going. And because uh, I'm thinking, well, it's just me and Cynthia. He's like, you know, I can't really afford to eat out all the time. And so if I'm going to, I've got to know before I get there that I'm going to be happy with this meal, that I'm going to enjoy it. I was like, yeah, okay, I, I can see that. And so that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, if I'm going to watch a movie, it had better be good. Yeah. And that's all I've got to say. I'm not going to sit through some trash. I've done that before. And uh, um, I mean, I've sat through movies and thought, I want my life back. (laughs) So, um, you know, so like I said, you know, I I told this story beginning, if you just got here, about how we didn't have church for seven years here, and I just got way out in left field. And uh, um, coming back, to this place where where the the anointing and the fire of God was at made all the difference uh, uh, for me because I when we weren't having church I wasn't mature enough to feed myself and I wasn't looking at these things in the Word of God to see is this expedient for me or not you know and uh, um, you know and the great thing is it's like I didn't I didn't die during all that time I mean it's like God could you know, get me back in here and, and you know, uh, refresh me and, and get me going the right direction again. And, uh, in fact, I remember Ron telling me, he's like, you know, I was I was worried about you and some of the other young people when I was leaving for Africa because I thought, what are they going to do without church? Because he had the life experience to understand what was going to happen to me if I didn't get on ball. And uh, he's like, well, that's okay. He's got Cynthia. And, uh, and so Cynthia was always that that compass that kind of kept us going more or less, you know, it's like now 
let's not get that far out there in left field. Let's stay in the stadium at least. You know, and and so um, I, I really appreciated that. And he was right. I did need that. And uh, because, like I said last week, you know, I had this friend that grew up with his mom smoking four packs a day, and he thought it was disgusting. But on his 18th birthday, he went out and bought a pack of cigarettes, and he loved it. And he just smoked like a smokestack. And uh, But that's what he grew up with. And so it seemed normal to him. So I was trending back towards the way that I grew up. And so that's the value of of instilling those things and living that example uh, in front of your kids and in front of the other uh, um, people that you deal with because uh, um, people will, will begin to go back to that kind of default thing. You know, the, the, the prodigal son knew what he needed to do. He knew where he needed to go. And uh, and he knew what would get things going back the right direction in his life. Um, you know, I really like here in in 1 Corinthians 6 how he says it. You know, like I said, I read this earlier. But, um, it says all things are lawful to me in verse 12. All things are not expedient. In the margin says profitable. That's a great word for it. Plenty of stuff you could do that's not profitable. Um, you know, um, I used to, uh, um, I got interested in drinking wine around 2005-ish, four maybe. And uh, no big deal. You know, I just had a glass here and there. And then it became a glass every night. And I'm not telling you don't drink wine, but if you have a problem with it, stay away from it. But... Uh, before long, it was two glasses every night, and uh, uh, and for one thing, I could ill afford to be spending that much money on it, and uh, so um, that became one of those things that I just had to just shut it off, and and uh, of course I had Cynthia to, to make sure that I was going to stay in the stadium at least, because uh, that was something else that I grew up with. It was alcohol, and so it's like let's not let's not drift back into that kind of thing. And uh, so, so it was, it was lawful. I I could have some. That's no big deal. I still have a glass now and then, but I don't I I don't get toasted, and and I certainly don't drink it all the time. But he says all things are lawful, but they're not expedient. They're not profitable. And, and I like what he says here. He says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So so we all have those places in our life that we can examine. Like, and, okay, so this thing is lawful to me. I have I have liberty from God, but is this thing profitable to me? You know, the, one of the things that Mike and I learned about business is you have to look for places where your money is leaking. Where Where are you wasting money on something? So if you have a goal to serve God and to get closer to Him and be what He wants you to be, then you have those place the, that responsibility to look at your life and say, where am I where am I leaking this presence of God in my life? Where where am I letting it drain out because I'm uh, I'm spending my resources on something that has no profit? And uh, but He says, I will not be brought under the power of any. 
you know, because in in, Corin- or in Romans he says that whoever you obey is servant you are to whom you obey. So, you know, what about your phone? You know, what what about uh, cruising around on the internet on your phone uh, every time you have five spare minutes? What about uh, digging around in the app store looking for some fun new thing that I could play? You know, I saw this article the other day uh, this. Uh, about that that Pokemon Go thing where somebody was playing it while they were driving, and they could have killed somebody. They got in an accident. This guy was playing it, walking around at the lake, and he fell in the water because he didn't see the water there. You're at the lake, you know. And I mean, I'm sorry, but um, you know, I'm just saying. You know, what about those things in our life that are they may be lawful, but they are not expedient. Because there's lots of things that are lawful to you, but they they have this seduction to them that will, if you if you're not careful, they can get a hold of you, and then you find yourself brought under the power of it. And that's what I recognized when I started when I I jumped from having one glass of wine every night to two. Like, wow, I'm starting to be brought under the power of this thing that's lawful to me, but I can't afford to become its slave, and so I just shut it off entirely for a, a long time uh, until I grew up quite a bit. but uh, So maybe I shouldn't be having any. But um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. You all know me too well. Um, so not be brought under the power of any then. So there's lots of things that you could serve. There's lots of things that, that are, are perfectly lawful, reasonable, not immoral types of things that you could do, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having having a little fun now and then. But where are your priorities, and who are you serving, and what is your goal? Those are questions that you have to ask yourself, not just once in a while, but regularly, because uh, uh, God's really been teaching us a lot of interesting stuff with this business coach about spiritual things, because. Uh, we have this thing called the labor budget where you have this many man hours to do this job and you have to uh, check it at least twice a day. How many hours have we spent? How many do we have left? Are we are we on track to meet our goal? Because if we're not, we need to fix it now instead of getting to the end and finding out, oh, we didn't make our goal. And so we have those things spiritually. We can pay attention regularly to those things and take stock. Not Not a witch hunt. Not, not, not approaching looking at our life from this standpoint of there must certainly be something wrong for me to find. You know, we we do walkthroughs with our customers where they they look at our work and they they're paying us a lot of money, so they uh, we need to make sure they're happy with it before they pay us. And sometimes you get these people that just pick it to death because they are picky people and. Uh, but that's an important thing to to look it over and make sure everything is in order. And so that's what we do with our life is we 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 look it over. You can pick it apart without without approaching it with the assumption that it's all messed up. I've had customers that just assumed that we were terrible and picked it apart and we were there all day and ready to strangle them. But um, uh, and and if you approach uh, self-diagnosing yourself like that, then um, it, it really robs you of your sense of faith and well-being that God is happy with you. 
but but if you just simply look at it honestly, you know, when I look in the mirror, I don't expect to look terrible. I I look in the mirror just to see, and then you see what you see, and and then you uh, you go from there. It's like, oh, I still have breakfast in my teeth. I should brush my teeth. You know, it's that simple, and 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 that's that's the thing that God's saying. But He says that all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. They're not all profitable. And so they they don't all edify, and and we don't want to be brought under the power of anything that is less than the Spirit of God. So Jesus, we thank you for your your love to us. We thank you for your your faithfulness, for your word. God, you have given us so many tools to to stay on track if we'll just pay attention. God, and that's why I uh, I wanted to use that example of the things I did in my own life where I. Uh, got way out there off of the straight and narrow because I wasn't using those tools and I was uh, um, I was way out in left field and God I appreciate how you you have uh, brought me back from that place and and how I've I've never gone back to that and God you are a, a faithful God and and so God I understand that the the power that we have to to follow through on these things comes from you and God what we are are looking to today is you as that author and finisher of our faith to open our eyes, uh, to be able to see these things, God, to, to understand that we have liberty because we don't want to uh, live in a place of feeling like uh, like you're always constantly um, unhappy with this or that decision that we might make, God, that we are looking to you and trusting you and um, understanding that that you love us and understanding that um, that we are in your favor and God I just pray that you would uh, touch this people today God plant this word inside of them and cause it to grow God plant it inside of me and cause it to to grow up God uh, no one is is above your word or the the things that uh, uh, that you're saying God the uh, it's an interesting thing to minister your word because just like uh, Mike and Fred were saying last week, you feel like you need a mirror in front of you. And God, I just I pray for these things. God, that you would do these things in your people. And that today you would minister your word to us. That you'd, you would uh, touch us with your Holy Ghost. That you'd pour it out in this place. God, that, that our hearts would come willing and ready to receive from you that which you have. God, that the oil of your presence would soften every vessel in this place, Lord God, and that we would make that decision to get out in the rain where you're at uh, and not to not to stand in the corner with our umbrella. God, we pray it in the name of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. amen.